Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women. I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Hey guys, so we're back. And first of all, we have to send some love to y'all for the love that you have been showing us, man. My God. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is um, almost humbling, mm. you know, to receive so much love from so many different people, people we've never spoken to. Um, yes, they follow us, but we've never met. Mm-hmm. And they're sending so much love, saying how much they love the podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much. Keep it coming. You're our encouragement, really. Um, and we're happy that we could actually relate to you as well, <laughs> which yeah. is the whole point. I mean, the thing is, it's like I think when we came together to put the podcast, it's very scary um, to put ourselves out there and to have that. You know, a lot of feedback has been people saying that, they feel like they're in a room with three friends having a laugh and having a good conversation. And I think that's some of the best feedback that we could get because that's the whole name of the podcast, Relatable. I mean, we wanted people to feel that they're in a space of joy and ease and to feel comfortable. And so the fact that it's working and you're enjoying it in that way we are very very thankful and please subscribe to it don't just listen subscribe (laughs) like leave a message yes and hype us up give us good feedback every week (laughs) (laughs) talk to us talk to us (laughs) and listen it doesn't always have to be that you love us I mean even if you're not feeling us or Mm -hmm. you're not feeling an episode or a subject that we decided to speak about or even if you don't agree with our views and perspectives it's all good let us know talk to us this is why we're here we're here to create the space for us to have 
conversations and not all conversations are easeful. Some are quite difficult and challenging. And speaking of which, I think that's a really nice segue. Eh, eh. Yes, Watch me now. Let's go. Segue yes. for us. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, but first, hold up. Fiona, how has your week been? Um, it has been transformational. Big words. Um, so yeah, like I decided to start throwing a whole bunch of stuff away. This has nothing to do with the shade <laughs> and the foil. <laughs> See y'all? Trying my best. All right. But I started to look at things that frustrated me in my life and how I wanted to make my life easier and feel better. And one of my main frustrations was my house. And just to see, and the thing is, people use the word hoarder, right? And I find it very offensive. <laughs> Shall we? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I find the word hoarder offensive. I prefer the term visionary. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because you can see the greatness and the potential in something. They are stifling their laughs, both of them. <laughs> I hate them was... so much. <laughs> Okay. Even if it's redundant. I'm so hard. If you see an oh old shirt, I could cut it, I could paint on it, I could mm-hmm. turn it into something. They shed in, actually shed in real tears right now, you know, because they're stifling their laugh so much. The both of them. <laughs> like Chantal is like bright red. It's okay, my girl, you could throw them. <laughs> and Shawin is giving me the pats, you know, when they pat your, your hand, it's okay. <laughs> Anyway, my week, you see y'all, is transformational because I am learning to let go of things. I have, Yes, I see myself as a visionary, as in I can ch- turn trash into treasure and stuff, right? Or find a use for something. And, and that's something I learned from my mother, which we will be getting into very shortly. Yes. But I think my inability to let go of something was me associating it with me discarding my creativity, me discarding, me finding a potential in making, creating joy. And that is why it was difficult for me to let go of those things because I'm like, oh, I could make this into a beautiful canvas or a beautiful piece of jewelry or I can put this in my hair or make it into earrings. And that's why it was very difficult for me to let go of those things because I feel like I'm throwing away my creative aspirations. But what I came to understand this week was me donating, recycling, and throwing away some of the things was a lot of things, actually. So my biggest clear out like ever is not me throwing away my creative aspirations, but me understanding that I cannot commit my time to those things. Because when I used to see those things in my house, I used to say very derogatory things to myself and say, oh, Fiona, look, you haven't even finished this. Oh, you just have all of this stuff here. And it used to make me feel bad. And for me, I felt I needed to be kinder to myself and recognize that, Fiona, you cannot commit to this project, and it's okay, and you can let it go, and you could find life somewhere else. So that's me this week. I am well very, done. very proud of you, Fiona. I, I understand how challenging this may have been for you. 
but I like how you have reframed the act of creating space. And it's not so much that you are throwing things away, because I know that most of the stuff you're going to give to charity anyway. Mm -hmm. But even if you weren't, what you're doing is actually creating more space for your visions and your creativity and your energy to flow. Absolutely. And you may have been holding on to things that were not serving you mm -hmm. and not serving that energetic portal of magnificent creativity that you are. You may have very unintentionally been blocking things. And so you're creating ease and space could never be a bad thing. And I know you so well that I know that you were expressing gratitude for the things that you were saying goodbye to. So even as we were speaking before we started to record, you know, the pot that you've had forever and a day, just saying, you know what, pot, I have cooked some kick-ass meals in Amen. you. Exactly. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. I'm moving away from you now because I have my fancy pots, but it's all love. Yeah, yeah, to give, it's all love. to show gratitude for their, their time mm -hmm. in your life. And then you letting go doesn't mean that you are un ungrateful to them and just to say thank you and then you're moving on to something else yeah exactly so that's how it was transformational e e, we're very very proud of you and you. as you mentioned i guess it was passed on to you from your mother in in value the value of things and that's not a bad thing and it's not even bad that you hold on to things but what it is is it's not serving you right so mm -hmm. you're actually blocking future blessings that's the thing right so it's like okay goodbye one of my favorite um, wellness practitioners and actual podcasters has this thing that she does every month. New month, new blessings. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Hey, friend. Hey, we love you. Fangirl, fangirl, fangirl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost like, you know, new space, new blessings. Right? And you did mention your mother. Mm -hmm. And again, we're going to use the word segue because it just sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great segue into the topic that we're going to be discussing over the next few weeks, which is our relationships with our mothers and mother-daughter relationships. And this conversation pretty much came about from the release of Chantrell P. Lewis's new film, in our mother's gardens yeah. which is on netflix and if you haven't seen this film i urge you please take the time sit down take off your phone like don't multitask just focus on this film get a glass of wine of course <laughs> <laughs> and watch this film yep when i say to you it's like a meditation a libation, a benediction, affirmation, reclamation. Okay, I'm a rapper, boop. Um, but it is all of those things. <laughs> it's really all of those things, and it centers on black women. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so beautiful to see a story, a documentary that is focused, yes, Absolutely, we must speak of both trauma and joy, yeah. but it's such a beautiful balance, you know, that even though there may be things in there that may trigger some people, it's still so tender in its presentation and the way the stories are told by these amazing women that Chantrelle has gathered from all over the world. Very amazing. Oh, my women. God. Yeah. Listen. OK, we don't even want to talk too much about it because we want you guys to watch it. But we speak about it only because it is 
almost like the inspiration for this conversation, Mm -hmm. relationships with mothers. So I took it upon myself, my inner nerd. Yes, I did. I went and I thought, let's have a look at the official Collins Dictionary definition for mother. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) Yes, I did. I did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) And according to the Collins English Dictionary, your mother is the woman who gave birth to you. You can also call someone your mother if she brings you up as if she was this woman. Mm. So that's very interesting, mm. Chantal. Mm-hmm. Because we know, obviously, you have no kids, but I'm sure, I am sure you have been called mother by lots. Um, Probably nieces. Yes. Nephews. For sure. For sure. I, when I read that definition, I actually felt it was a bit archaic mm. and it kind of, for me, it smelt of patriarchal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, energy, like, okay, defined by whom. Yeah. But to an extent, you know, I had to also look at myself and say, but Shan, I have been guilty of saying I am not a mother. Not guilty, but I, because for me, growing up, a mother is someone who gives birth to a child and bring someone into the world. I didn't have the nuance back then to consider mothering, Mm -hmm. you know, and and the mothering that I may have already been doing within my community, even as a child for other young people. I've, I've never, only now as an adult and in continuously arming myself with knowledge and reading and searching and exploring things in the world, that for me, my understanding of mother and who represents that is very different. So seeing this definition by the Collins English Dictionary, (laughs) definitely, I was like, hmm, not too sure about that. But, Sherwin, it's all good. Because at the end of the day, although I have not had the opportunity to bring a child into the world, I know now that I am a mother figure and that I mother. I even mother my friends. I'm very guilty of that. Honey, (laughs) I'll be very honest. And for myself personally, Mm -hmm. I could see you. I don't, please, I don't know if you'll, how you'll take it, but I Mm -hmm. see you as the mother of us as well because you know how I could get and we know how this one over there could get. Wow. (laughs) But you're always the level-headed one pulling us back. And I think you have that you have that ability to, you know, just level things out and just say, Oi, <laughs> you know, Shuin, think about it this way. How about you look at it that way instead? Or just have a think. You understand? You balance it out. You give me, like, a completely different perspective. And it's not coming from a place that's emotional either. So you are able to make me see things from a different perspective mm. a lot of times. <laughs> it's like, it's like Chantal, so for example, when you call your friend for advice, same man problems, right? Mm. A lot of your friends will say, fuck that fuck man! Fuck him! Da, da, da. That man is a dog! Do this, this, and whatever. And Chantal would, would not do that. Chantal nope. has actually taught me in terms of understanding perspective and that she would actually say, well, you know what, perhaps this person is going through this 
specific thing or to make us understand that it's not personal that people's actions are not personal exactly and then she gives like the most loving advice wherein which we shift the focus back on us taking care of ourselves so it's not like fuck down and this Mm -hmm. all for you to pour yourself into someone else but to pour all of this energy back into you yeah so the suggestions will always be to for us to look into ourselves take care of ourselves take time out for ourselves and not be pouring the energy into the people who have hurt us, mm. right? And into healing. Chantal's advice is always very, very centered on healing and being gentle to ourselves. I think Chantal was the first person in the world <laughs> who ever said to me, be kind to yourself, mm. right? I never heard that before. Because you always say be kind to others, be kind to yeah. others, but never be kind to yourself. And I think that's something that we don't do at all. So definition tal is um and I will also say <laughs> so <laughs> Oh Lord. Here so Chantal go. and I used to live together for, for a time. <laughs> and I, I got to know Chantal two things that make her very special amongst millions of other reasons. <laughs> One, she would open Instagram and she would look at pictures or whatever. And she would be like, yes, yes, girl, you go, girl, yes, love that. <laughs> so, like strangers. So it's like people, like she she genuinely loves and champions people. If, if her energy re- resonates with someone, even if she's never met them, she genuinely would be there in her own space. No one is looking or listening and she is vocalizing her support, right? One, and I don't see people doing that. Normally people on Instagram hating or being jealous or whatever and she doesn't do that secondly when she speaks to her nieces and nephews on the phone on FaceTime she will spend forever <laughs> on the phone with them okay <laughs> most auntie uncle yeah hi how's school or how's nursery okay what toy is that okay pass the phone to your mother Chantal would be like what's that Carrie oh my god what's this that toy where did you get that from and she would have the longest most loving and very encouraging conversations with these very small children. And it shows that is mothering. Now, in the film, it said, um, someone said, love is a verb. Yes. Yes. And I think mother is a verb. So Chantal, you have been mothering more than actual noun mothers um, Mm. throughout your life. And well, um, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah. Definitely was. That's not how. Hey. 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 <laughs> so, mother and mothering is two, mm. two different things. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Very true. Well, obviously, I did not expect that outpour. And my friends, knowing my friends, I'm sitting here now trying not to cry for a different reason. Okay. So, so, I'll so cry. We're on our podcast. I am not going to cry, but I just may. (laughs) But thank you guys so much. And I want to be really transparent here. It's not that I have never wanted to be a mother, a biological mother, so to speak, or the noun definition of mother. I have and I have tried and it just has not worked for me. And so that in itself has been quite a journey in accepting that, you know, biologically, I may not be able to bring someone into this world, but I can sure help to nurture people and to watch them thrive and I can contribute to that. So that has been, um, 
Yeah, it's been an unexpected journey because I think even as a child, I always envisioned myself with children, with my own children, and not fully, of course, I wouldn't have known that I wouldn't have the opportunity to become a biological mother. And it's something that I am very open with. You know, I had the desire, but now, and especially now being at the age that I am, and, you know, I've had the conversations with, you're not too old. I know, guys, I know. But I also know biologically, because I have done many tests (laughs) and many things, that my time has passed. And so that has been, I think, almost the closing of one chapter and has allowed me to fully open myself up to mothering my community. And it's even, I think, played a part in my journey going in directions outside of what I expected or envisioned. And I'm really loving that I'm diving further into certain aspects of my life, my spirituality, my health, which is a hot mess right now. Donuts. Okay. Um, (laughs) Donuts is life. Listen, donuts are life. Emotional eating is a thing. It's COVID. (laughs) You know, I love you, body, for getting me through this pandemic, but my God. (laughs) But my God. But seriously, yeah. So mothering is a beautiful subject and... You know, we're going to turn the spotlight from myself. Thank you very much, guys. And actually kind of speak to Fiona. And, you know, you mentioned something from the film where one of the women said, you know, love is an action. Her grandmother had said to her, Mm -hmm. I may not say that I love you, but I show you Mm -hmm. in my actions. Love is an action. And I absolutely loved that. But in watching this film... That remarkable elder, the one who who took quite a lot of time, Chantrell spent quite a lot of time with her. And, you know, some of the things that she was saying, and Shawin, I swear to God, I'm like, but look, Fiona. <laughs> look at Fiona. <laughs> look at this <laughs> older version of Fiona. <laughs> yeah. I comparison. love this. And I, I, for the life of me, I cannot remember her name. Is so. it Coco? Yes. Coco Selassie. Yes. Mm, that's it. This, yeah. and, you know, we're that's trying. Gangster name. Gangster. Yeah, there you go. Big time. And just the energy that she embodied for me, I saw Fiona, yeah. you know, a couple decades from now. Yeah. And so really? this is why yeah. I want to open up this conversation with Fiona speaking about her own relationship with her mother. And so perhaps, Fiona, if you can start off by telling us what you feel that your mother has poured into you to even allow you and to facilitate you pouring some of those same things into beautiful Jariah. You know, so what is it that you feel that your mother was amazing at pouring into you? Um, my mom is very affectionate and she shows love both verbally and through action. She is, I think, probably the most loving person that I know. And I I recognize how fortunate I am to have a mother like her. So she will tell you she loves you at the end of every conversation. Over the phone, she would write all of these loving cards or she would do very, very kind and considerate things sometimes too much and this is when we get vexed the main reason we get vexed with my mom is because she gives too much of herself all of her children she has five children all of us get vexed with her for giving too much to us to people who don't deserve it 
to strangers and she really does overexert herself by giving. So, of course, it is a positive thing, but we just see it's to her detriment, right? But what I've learned from her is that I think to show love, because everyone has different love languages, right? And you don't know what love language your children have. So I think this, you should do both. So I make sure I say to Jerry, I love you, you know, you're very beautiful, you know, and I will, you know, hug him and stuff and also show him acts of love as well to just make it a very strong foundation to reinforce the both. Because I remember in the film, there was the same young woman who was talking and she did get emotional and she said her grandmother is now starting to say I love you because they questioned her about it and that's when she said how could you say I don't because I've been doing all of these acts of love but you cannot expect children to understand that right or to to get it I do believe in doing both and also one thing I also learned about I saw is Jack Canfield her talk, her was talking about um, parenting and saying that a lot of time growing up children only get attention when they're doing something bad parents they're doing their jamming doing their thing their hair something break that's when you give me attention to say, hey, what you break there? What you doing? This and this, or to tell off your child, right? So sometimes, Jiraiya will be there watching TV, doing this, and they'll call, Jiraiya, Jiraiya, come here, come here, come here. He's like, what, what, what? I say, I don't say I love you. I'll give you a hug. Just give him that for no damn reason, and not only show him love when he does something good, you know, like in school or whatever, or something cute, just tell him I love him, and, and reinforce that for no reason, because I think you should... Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This week's session of Under the Mango Tree, we take a moment to reflect on the joy that is jouvet by the one and only Mr. Jean-Pierre Potillon. Because people just forget anything carnival related, anything culture related to this Caribbean space, have soul, have power, 
and have ancestral energy behind it. That is why they just get caught up in capitalism. I know about the fire of freedom. I know about that fire inside, that, that release. I live it. I know it. I enjoy it. And Juvian Carnival are the, are the ethos of all of that. I love that. I really do. We're going to rewind a bit, Fiona. When you discovered that you were going to be a mother, what were you feeling? What was the moment? Can you remember the moment? Yes. Yeah? yeah. Where were you? I was I was at home. I was living in a flat chair with friends and my son's father was sleeping and my period was late and I just... We were trying, eh? It okay. was a planned thing. And... I went outside and I did the test and then I called my sister. You first. called your sister? I, yeah, I told my sister first. And not your mom? No. Because you're scared, of course. Okay. You know, because my mom is a warrior. Eh? Okay. She Because she's always taught us about independence. She got married very young. Mm. Okay. So she had, um, she got married when she was, I think, 21 or 22. Right. And then she had basically she she left St. Lucia when she was 14 she went to England for seven years she came back met my father get married right Mm. so and then you know then she had children so by the time she was 24 she had two children and then she had me her her last child by the age of 36 so she had five kids so she always taught lots of independence she wanted her children to have our education our own financial independence and she was just very scared for her daughters Okay. to have children when they haven't accomplished so many things or the certain things you're supposed to accomplish, right? Right. And, yeah, so I was scared to tell her. I was scared to tell her. One thing about my mother, she worries, but she's always very supportive. And, I mean, she, she loves Jiraiya. She loves all her grandchildren. So it was never... One thing, she never makes you feel bad mm. about your, your decisions like that. That is beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful to be held and supported in that way and for you to have the confidence that you knew you know I'm pregnant it's all good yeah mommy's gonna be good for me she's gonna be there for me I think for some people that's almost a privilege which is it's not shocking to say but I think we all presume and assume that people automatically know how to mother right and know how to do their best and know how to support and so There may be people listening that are thinking, wow, that's really beautiful for Fiona and that she had that experience, but that wasn't my experience. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's important for others to understand that it's also okay that their relationship with their mothers may not be almost. And I think I made reference in it to an, an Instagram post one time where I said that I didn't have like a hallmark version of a mother daughter experience. But that was okay. And I got so many floods of messages in my DMs saying, oh, my God, I'm so happy you said that because, you know, I love my mother, but either our relationship is strained. And I think also one of the women in Chantrell's film said that her mother was um, a cocaine, a drug addict Mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. So it was her grandmother who Mm -hmm. poured into her and who raised her and who mothered her. But that didn't negate the fact that she loved her mother. Absolutely. And that she knew that her mother loved her. But even as an adult, their relationship is strained. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. 
So when you hear stories like that or versions of mother-daughter relationships that are not what yours were, how, how do you feel about that? I feel very lucky. Like, you know, I don't want people to think that we have this mm. hallmark, you yes. know, um, mother-daughter or all of us have this perfect relationship. I think every relationship has its issues, right? Mm. But I do feel very privileged in terms of that my issue is my mother overgives. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or she overloves yeah. or yeah. that kind of thing. I think the good thing about her is that she shows concern without making you feel bad about your decisions in life. And I think that's one of the things why we don't like to open up to parents because they make you feel bad. Mm. Right. And I think it's, it's trying to find the right balance between showing concern and worry without making you feel like shit about yeah. your life decisions. That's why a lot of us have reluctance to open up to our parents. But in terms of, you know, we have to remember our mothers are humans, mm -hmm. right? And they have their own things. Like in the film, try not to give away too much. I know, right? right? It's, it's hard. hard. It's, it's so hard. hard. It's very hard. Yeah. It's such a great film. But, you know, one of the, the young women are talking about her grandmother who had lost her mother and her two children, children in the fire. In the fire. Oh, so that God. affected how in which she mothered her children and she grandmothered her grandchildren mm. to be very independent and strong because you could lose everything at, at, at any time. So you have to remember those things and kind of contextualize what these human beings have been through and what they know as love, what they have been taught as mothering and, you know, kind of understand those kind of things. So. Mm, beautiful. And Fiona, if you had the opportunity to mother biologically again, is there anything that you would do differently to the way that you have mothered Jariah? And if so, what would that be? And if not, how come? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think every parent thinks that they're a shit parent. Oh, no. Yeah, we do. We do. Really? Yeah, we, Shereen, you feel like yeah. you're a shit parent? All the time, honey. All of my friends are amazing parents. Like, All every single one of Uno. Nah. I don't think really? I could ever do enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You, you never think that you can do enough. You compare yourself to the, the moms who look like they're being so perfect in the schoolyard. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Mm, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> this, this, you know, and what I would change... I think it's just my time management. Mm. I think one of the things that make me feel most guilty, even though I spend loads of time with Jariah, I always think I don't spend enough time with Jariah because I'm pulled in so many different directions through work and stuff, right? right? So I think I would love to just sit down more and have proper quality time. And that comes down to my time management. Um, I enjoy showing him a lot of love and, and care, but he's a, he's a boy and he's also autistic. So his needs are different. So when I have, or if I have another child. No, no, no. I like when you said when. when I think yeah, you should yeah, stick to yeah, when. Yeah, I, I think you should to stick to when. Yeah, when. Yeah. When, yeah. why? Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously it's, it's a, a completely different person. And I'm also at a different stage in life. Jariah is already 10. So I think, I cannot say, it's, it's when you start to connect with that person, then you kind of see which way is best to mother them. I just want them to always feel that I'm present, mm -hmm. not just this figure floating around in the back. And that I can actually be a friend to them, not just a parent. And to have that balance, that's what I'm really trying to, to do, hopefully for the future, yeah. Okay.
And now it's time for some joy. Ladies, what's been bringing you joy this week? Let's start with Fiona. What brought me joy this week was the event at the South Bank. For those who may not be familiar with London, South Bank is a very um, prestigious area in London. It's right on the river and it is predominantly a white space that is also very cultural. So we'd have the British Film Institute, the National Theatre and the South Bank is a massive cultural institution um, in the UK and it's a beautiful location. Now, having said that, it is not very often that you see Caribbean people winding up Dancing up, jamming up, leg cock up, pan playing, cowbell ringing, people singing. But that is what happened. Because we had, well, Just Vibes curated a great event for Windrush Day. And I got there in the evening and it was very beautiful to see the iconic London Eye in the background. And to see all of these London landmarks and... And to see passersby be so intrigued by our joy. And the fact that we took over that space, be it only for a few hours. But I think it's really important for us to kind of command and take over these spaces. And for our presence to be heard, but also felt. And that brought me so much joy. Beautiful. Nice one. Nice one. It was a nice event for sure. It was lovely. Lovely. Sherwin, what's been bringing you joy this week? Yeah, so this week I had some calls from some family members who needed help, who needed somebody just to speak to, needed somebody just to listen to them, to just probably tell them, you know what, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. Um, We all need help. We all need somebody in our lives to speak to every now and then. We're not Superman and Superwoman. And it was just really, really nice that I was able to be that for somebody, um, for two people, in fact, completely from out of the blue. One of them is in Paris and she's recovering nicely from after surgery. And I needed to go to Paris to be with her. I had to go be with her in Paris. However, I couldn't because um, I had prior engagements, so I couldn't go sit with her in the hospital. But just being on the phone with her every time she needed somebody to speak to just or just to cry, um, just me on the other end of the phone while she's crying. I mean, just being there for her was really, really important. And I felt good. I felt good that I was there and I was able to do that for somebody. And another cousin of mine who just, again, needed somebody to speak to. He's going for a difficult time. And just being there for them, these things really bring me joy. And yeah, I mean, we don't try not to give too much of ourselves, but at the same time, it takes nothing to just listen to people and to just be there for them. So that that made me happy this week. Oh, and if you guys can see the smile <laughs> on Sherwin's <laughs> face yep. as yep. she recounted what was bringing her joy this week, it's it's in itself bringing me joy to see you smile. Yes, yes. so lovely. <laughs> huh. This week has been a challenging one. With you know, and not without its moments of gratitude and appreciation, but it's been challenging for me. And when I got off the train today at Peckham Rye, wow. and 
walked down Peckham High Street, I think Peckham people don't come at me, (laughs) (laughs) to get to the studio and just being able to feel my people, to hear the accents, you know, the colors of our people, seeing the breadfruit and the plantain, plantain. 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 Okay. Plantain. Plantain. We're not starting, We're this, not war starting this war Not today. <laughs> but you know, and then I saw some tamarind, you know, and some sweet potato and the mangoes. And it felt good. And I felt my shoulders drop and I started to smile from the inside. And then, you you know, seeing you guys and Fiona's just dyed her hair the deepest red. <laughs> and just her natural curls pop in. The yep. curls pop in. <laughs> and all of this black joy. Yeah, man. That's what brought me joy this week. Right here in this moment. Obviously, this episode goes out on a Wednesday, you know. And so by then I would have had some other thing. (laughs) But right now, being in Peckham, recording this podcast, sitting down opposite Sherween and Fiona, the smile and the hair is ringing me all the joy I've needed this week. That's very sweet. So, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to part one of Yo Mama. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us via Acast, Apple, Amazon, and anywhere you get your podcast fix. Yes. And if you really, really want to do something nice, how about you drop some coins? Support us. Yay. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye, y'all. Bye. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Hey everyone, this is Chantal from Relatable. And so we've done this as a little bonus, almost a way to say thank you for all of your support for our first few episodes. We've decided to share a mantra with you, which we've been using right now, especially as the world is still very much in a state of turmoil and shifting. So it's feeling really intense. And you may be experiencing moments of feeling untethered, you know, and frazzled. There's this kind of intense, anxious energy that's been floating around. So someone contacted us and asked us, what are you doing to stay grounded and rooted and and feeling a sense of belonging? And so I have decided to share just a little mantra that I repeat to myself that I I shared with Fiona and Sherween just before we recorded this episode of the podcast. And it's something that comes from, I think he's a writer and I really should have done my research before this, but this is very, it's very spontaneous. So, so bear with me. 
And it's something that I love repeating to myself. It's something that feels good when I say it. It's something that really gives me a moment of respite. And so I usually take a few deep breaths and then I simply repeat, sky above me, earth below, peace within. Sky above me, earth below, peace within. Sky above me, earth below, peace within. And you can feel the energy just shift. And your shoulders may drop down. Your jaw may very gently start to unclench. And as you breathe deeper into those words, and every time you say them, you'll definitely feel yourself in your body. So I really hope that this helps you. I really hope that this brings some ease and it's a gift from Relatable to you. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 